Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast. And in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast and thank you so much for listening. Can you shed some light on the process of vulnerability scanning? There's more than one way to skin a cat. This is at the end of the day. So if we look at the, um, at the image, first of all, we need to understand what is the uh, software bill of material. So we know what we're going to analyze and what we're not going to scan. Um, even this on its own, it's a challenge because we need to do, deal here with asset management. And not always this information is available. Not always uh, we can gain access to this information. In many cases, the supply chain is not very cooperative. So the tier one does not provide the OEM with the full information regarding the S-bomb. So in some cases, we need to do reverse engineering and extract the S-bomb on our own. Then we start to do the, the scan. So there are two major things that you can scan. One of them is all the open source libraries that you can look at and you have a lot of information um, in databases that you can see if there is a match between the specific uh, library version of that library, which is being used in the code and vulnerability. So this is one way to do, to do matching between the software bill of material, the libraries, and known vulnerabilities. The second part would be the code which was developed. Uh, there is a good question, a lot of debate, where can you find more vulnerabilities in the open source code or in the closed code, code in the specific uh, uh, private proprietary code which was developed. And I don't want to go into this thing because it's a, a long debate, but let's say it's 50-50. So next you need to analyze um, the code so you take the image and you decompile it and you run um, code analysis on this code you create a digital twin of the image and analyze it but that's not enough you need to go further for example you can look not at the code but at the environment for example what were the compile flags used and you might find that someone used wrong compile flags left some debug uh, flags um, on the image which isn't supposed to happen. You might find cases in which uh, hard-coded passwords are included in, in the image. If you want to go all the way, you can go from static analysis to dynamic analysis. That means that you take the image, run it on an emulation platform, and then you see how this thing behaves in an emulation platform in a dynamic environment. And you can learn a lot of things. The question is, what is the target? If the target is uh, to have a check mark on the regulation and pass the UNR 155, you are okay with SBOM uh, analysis and this is uh, what's required. So for those which are looking to pass the regulation, um, start with SBOM analysis, that's fine. You want to go deeper, uh, also do decompile. You want to go even deeper, much more than required, you can do, go to the dynamic. The question, how far you go, it's a question of the organization policy. Um, and it's, it's an internal decision where to go and how much you want to go to. 